Welcome to another fine edition of the Art and Span Show podcast brought to you by... Come on, man. You've been out for like a week and you're acting as if you... What are you doing? Charlotte Shoe Repair. Charlotte Shoe Repair. What, what are we doing? Why Why? Are, why did you just turn into a robot and you're like... Charlotte Shoe Repair! Hey, there it is! <laughs> <laughs> he had to warm up. He had to warm up. He's no, back, I just, I just like to watch you squirm. Oh, you I was can't, squirming. You can't deal with silence for I for thought your battery ran out. I was like, what happened? No, nah, I just wanted to see you squirm. Yeah, well, I squirmed. I'm so Span. You. That's Art. How you doing? Yes. Thanks uh, for listening. Welcome to the podcast. You can find us on all the podcast directories. Anytime you find where you can find a podcast of a uh, uh, place where you can get podcasts. We're there. Yes, we've got Apple, Stitcher, mm-hmm. Pocket Casts, Castro. Is Pocket Cast a thing? It's the one I use. Oh, okay. I used Castbox. Yeah. The hell is Castbox? I like it. I actually pay for the premium membership. It's like three dollars a month. And- Dude, I I bought Pocket Cast for mm-hmm. four dollars. That I didn't even pay because I have Google Rewards survey. Yeah, that's how I paid for mine. I still have a little bit of rewards left over. But this episode. It's brought to you by Charlotte Shoe Repair. Charlotte Shoe Repair! Uh, big shout out to Travis. Visited him last week while Span was battling the uh, the stomach bug, which, man, we we could talk. It's not a stomach bug. It's no, like a, a it's, it's a self-poisoning is what it is. So, uh, we're going to go into great detail about that and oh, uh, my God. the current battle that I'm going through. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So uh, big shout out to Charlotte Shoe Repair, and uh, we're going to be doing some awesome stuff with them once the hunting season kicks off. And uh, yeah. Thank you so much to Travis and the whole crew there. Did some videos there that I need to desperately edit up and get the time to do that. But yeah, you got a lot on your plate. You yeah, know? a little bit. You got to walk around and talk to everybody, Ugh. you know, then do your logs. You know, and, I don't need... And then walk around and talk to everybody. But, you know, not all you know, of us can run logs. a radio station. And then, you, you know, know one day you'll get and there. talk to everybody. And then, you know uh, what I don't like is that I didn't attack you <laughs> once during this podcast so far, and you're automatically out so of the far, game. So far, so far. When you get so food far. poisoning again, I'll fill in for you again. Don't worry. I got your back. Ugh. Unlike you with me. I'm not going to get it again. I'm going to make day. If it's five days old That's in my fridge, say. it's going in the trash. Regardless, thank you, Ugh. Travis. Charlotte, Shoe repair. So anyway, yeah. yeah. So I got food poisoning last week. Mm-hmm. I uh, I ate something. I believe it was the rice and veggies, which were about eight days after cooked, which ordinarily I'm not scared of. I mean, I've eaten stuff like two and a half, three <laughs> weeks past. So I'm, but, yeah. But like for some reason, I'd never left them out. Just something turned a little rapid. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, my body was not pleased. I uh, I had a dull ache in my stomach. And then I just started puking. And I was puking. Like, I don't... Don't say that, though, because I have the same dull st- stomach pain right now. Mine's obviously due to something different. Stop making it about you. We'll I'm not making it about you. I'm not making it about me. I'm just saying stop <laughs> saying the dull stomach pain because I'm a hypochondriac. And now I'm going to sit here thinking that I have food poisoning. What was that about not making it about oh you? Oh, my God. Anyway. Do we have to do... We don't have to do an episode today. Anyway, Mr. We can sit this one out. Oh, it's okay. You'll probably throw it out later anyway. But no, <laughs> I'll just replace you. <laughs> I wish you would. I will. I wish you would. It's not a if I will. It's when will I? Anyway, uh, anyway, who? I might replace you. You're making you me sweat. About? You're making me sweat right now. I, that's not making you sweat. The situation, your booty situation, making you sweat. 
We're fighting already. We're already yelling. We're not fighting. The point is, anyway. Is everything okay in here? No. Do I need to separate the two of you? <laughs> no. I'm sweating. Just use your words. You're, okay. setting, you're sweating because your booty's on fire, man. Yeah, there you're is trying that. to pinch right. your butt cheeks together with all the hope you have in your system. <laughs> So anyway, I just wanted to check in to make sure nobody's going to whack anybody with a steel Are chair or anything like that. Th thanks for filling in. You're, oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. I mean, I, okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. <laughs> I mean, it was. It's a pleasure to do the podcast. I mean, right. I'm thanking you for having a good time. I had it's a great like, time. It's like if I have two tickets to Disney World and some, and I was like, I get sick, and the other person takes the tickets to Disney. Well, I'm thank them for yeah. taking the tickets. Yeah. You know. Good. You know what else I had? I had a much quieter time yeah. guys yeah. inside voice yeah. okay inside voice <laughs> right. that means you yeah. <laughs> i'm talking like how my stomach is feeling right now <laughs> screaming <laughs> just keep pitching the booty cheeks together and praying so you were you were it was treated like prison it was about a week been to. <laughs> well i have been actually <laughs> have you really not to prison but jail okay that's a story for another time yeah. so anyway i don't, don't want to make this about you anyway yeah Heaven um, forbid. So anyway, I I was feeling awful. I had a dull stomach pain, mm -hmm. and then it it wouldn't go away. Like, right. I, and it was one I've had something similar before, um, and I just I couldn't figure out what was going on. So I eventually go to urgent care. Urgent care. Uh, okay, I'm the only person at urgent care at three o'clock in the morning. You're the only one there. I'm the only one there. Not okay. me. I'm not the only. I'm the only patient there. Right. Okay. And I know it's because they told me. Okay. It took like 10 minutes to get me to the back. Yep. And then it took me like 15, it took me like another 10 minutes to see a doctor. Yep. And then I talked to the doctor. It took him like nine minutes to get me ready for the x-ray. Exhausting. And then, and then, and if I, if I remember correctly, I saw five people in there, okay? Mm -hmm. I assume two of them were doctors and three of them were nurses. I could be wrong. That number could be switched around. Okay. But all I know is overall, after about like 45 minutes to an hour in there, as the only patient at the time, they're like, you got to go to the ER. So I go to the ER. How was your anxiety at that point? I don't, it's not, it's at that point, it's not anxiety. It's anger. Yeah. Like, cause yeah. I'm like, Guys, like, somewhere in this building, it got some type of pain thing. <laughs> Give me the pain thing. Yeah. But they're like, yeah. so they send me out. They send me to. Uh, they go, you might want to go to McLaren because you might have a chance of getting there faster because their emergency room isn't as big as Sparrow's because oh, okay. a lot of people go to Sparrow and I prefer McLaren anyway because it tends to be a bit more organized or so I thought. It, as it turns out, Sparrow that night had some type of uh, computer issue oh where they were sending god. people to McLaren. <laughs> Could so, you have any worse luck? <laughs> oh my god. And you know the saddest part? If I'd have, if I'd have gone straight to the ER two hours prior, so if I'd have spent no time at Lansing Urgent Care right. and just gone straight to uh straight to McLaren, I'd have got a bed within half an hour. <sighs> as it as it were, I got there at like four o'clock in the no Okay, I got to urgent care at like one o'clock in the morning. I forgot because I went early earlier. Uh -huh. Yeah, I went to one o'clock. I got out of there like two thirty. I got to McLaren at like three o'clock. I didn't get a bed until five thirty. Are you serious? So I'm just sitting in the waiting room. There's some guy who's holding a piece of paper to his face and whimpering. Okay, and I'm like, I'm what? Yeah, yeah, and and to be like, 
I can be empathetic, uh-huh. but I'm fortunate and I can turn it off like a light switch. Yeah. So I was like, I don't care. Yeah. Like, I mean, the poor dude clearly was in pain. Like, I thought maybe he had like the biggest zit ever or right. something, <laughs> but I didn't see any blood on the paper when he would pull it from his face and look at it. I ain't see anything yellow. Like, I ain't see no MRSA, but now no the way staph that, infection, anything. But so, now the way ERs are, unless you're bleeding to death, and have you did you see the video online of the guy who literally bled to death in the waiting room? I didn't see the video, but it doesn't surprise me. It's literally like if you come in, and you know, and you had a similar experience that I had to where it's all internal. Like with me, it was kidney stones. They'll make you wait in the waiting room. Luckily, they gave me pain medicine. And then and then at that point, I was like, you could put me in a bed of nails. I don't care right now. I'm on pain medicine. Right. But the fact that they didn't give you any pain medicine at all from one to five o'clock. They can't treat you if you're not a patient and you're not a patient until you're back there on a bed. It's liability. What? It's liability, yeah, bro. But, the, but they, see, the one that I go to, the, uh, the actual hospital that I go to has an ER division, obviously. You go in, you give them your information, they sit you down, and then they bring you back and they check your blood pressure, they check your heart rate, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. they give you a tag. Yeah. And at that point, you're a patient, and then they give you the IV and they send you back in the waiting room. So you've got a whole bunch of people who are high on pain meds, but you're not hearing blood-curdling screams. Yeah, no, they just kind of- Are you serious? I can, I, and this is going to sound awful, but- like they took like after about five minutes, they took me back there. They did my they did everything that you mentioned. Gave yeah. me the pe- gave me the thing around my wrist, um, but they gave me no pain meds, no nothing. Wow. And you can hear them talking and laughing and oh, giggling. See, that's the worst. Yeah, you know, like, some of them are playing Candy Crush on their phone. Yes, like. and it's like you know what, you know what, I'm not going to begrudge oh, them yeah. their ability to be who they are at their job. Right. Like I happen to be in pain. That doesn't mean they have to sit there. Oh, woe is he the whole time. Bless your heart. However, when you juxtapose the fact that they're laughing and giggling and doing kind of the male-female flirty-flirty at 3 o'clock in the morning stuff, (laughs) which is funny because I got a story about that as well, but like it's kind of like... You just want to say F everything. Right. F Especially you. when you're in pain, And it was dude. making me more and more angry. Yeah. So I just tried to go to sleep. Um, so anyway... Um, I remember... The, the When I was... T- the flirty-flirty thing was fun. And I'm... I don't know who's listening to this, but um, somebody might get in trouble. Uh, but uh, <laughs> the person who was uh, who took my blood pressure and everything, she was cool as hell. Uh-huh. It just so happened though that the position she had to do it from, she had to bend over. So I happened to look over to my right and I saw ocean full of cleavage, like hanging boob, (laughs) like like the little tie at the center of the bra, cleavage and everything. And I was like, in my brain, I just but I was in so much pain. I was like, I don't really want to deal with like one. So I looked away. But there was a guy who was over there and he said something like giving him an eyeful, huh? And she's like, shut up, Rob, or whatever his name was. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, what? How unprofessional. I man. know. But I didn't say nothing about it. So anyway, he goes, uh, wow. she goes, shut up. And he's just, but it's, you work with these right. people every, every day. day. To them, this is normal. Exactly. Because yeah. you you see some of the most difficult, the yeah. most trying. You're in the trenches of healthcare. Yeah. People on the bottom rung, last minute, right. last time, all the desperation, sorrow right. and despair. You got to like, have a little bit of humor and you, a little bit yes, of. Yes, you need yeah. levity to your day blessed be to you that you can that you can give them the benefit of the doubt because man when i'm in pain i'm like f everyone i mean at the time i wasn't but i wasn't saying anything but anyway clearly he was aware that the 
way there apparently there weren't enough whatever chairs or whatever for her to do what she would have done getting my because i'm leaning on a am laying on a chair that's like a foot off the ground right Mm -hmm. she would need a certain type of chair that's a little higher than that but like so she could sit upright right because she was moving this along she had to bend over and show me literally 60% of her cleavage. So I saw like, I know what baby girl is working with, okay? <laughs> so anyway, she did. they did that um, and then sent me back out to the waiting room and I get to hear them laughing and giggling or whatever. I fall in and out of sleep between my man whimpering. God, oh, man. and the guy who looks to be potentially a hobo who is sleeping by the bathroom. Like, and he is like doing light snores intermittently while he's sleeping on one of the, the extra wide seats towards Yo, the back. The ER waiting room is no joke. Like, it's man, no, it's the worst of the worst. Man, it's, it is what it is, yeah. man. It's like, you don't go there, you don't put on your makeup right. and like the right clothes. You know, you walk in <laughs> and like half a flip flop. Yeah. You're just doing <laughs> with what you holes can. in your sweats, yeah. with dirt stains from that time you helped your mother in law do the garden that one time yeah. and it never came out of the wall. <laughs> Like you don't go, you don't go there in your Sunday special. Right, you go there in your Sunday afternoon special. Yeah. So yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, from there I sat in around five thirty. They got me to a bed, and then I think I got my first med. They gave me morphine probably thirty to forty five minutes later. While I'm trying to fall asleep, it was cold as hell back there. They gave me a warm blanket. It felt so good for three minutes. Right. And then I was cold again. Yeah. So I was like, should I take off my shoes? I'm pretty sure my ass crack was showing the way I was laying in the bed, but, <laughs> but I didn't, you didn't care. care. You I was did like, nah, they just got the deal. Right. Get in, catch an eyeful, both eyes, get a gander. <laughs> Today, I do not care. But they finally gave me morphine, mm. and I knew I was in trouble when they hit me with that morphine. Oh, because it's and warm. It, slow down. It yeah. washed all over my body. It felt yep. so good, oh, except best. in my stomach. There was no change i was like oh i'm in trouble so yeah they went through the whole series they gave me a cat scan they was i have this you got to do that they gave me these meds and da 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 and eventually sent me out they told me originally um well no they sent me out and i was like okay cool i was like i gotta get out of this bed because somebody clearly needs this bed yeah and there's like a whole process apparently like the nurses can't clean the bedding area it has to be done by a custodial person, you know, union stuff. So it's like if the more bed, more time I take up in that bed, right. the more time it takes for somebody to come over and clean it. So the more time it takes for them to put somebody else in it. Yeah. So I was like, let me just get up out of here. I kind of like days walked my way back to my car. I was no, I was fine. Okay. I was fine. I was fine. I just I just weak and tired. Yeah. So anyway, I drove to Walgreens. Dropped off my meds at like 8.45 in the morning. Mm-hmm. And they're like, it'll be about 15 minutes. I was like, I'll wait in the parking lot. So I went in the parking lot to the front of the parking lot. I pulled my car to the front of the spot. Mm-hmm. Leaned my car back. Left the car on with some AC and passed out. 10.30, I woke up to go get my oh meds. Yeah, How started, much longer was that? Just like an hour. and was like... You were done, though. 90 minutes or more. Yeah, so I went... I went... I went back to my pl- I got home around 11 and I was in and out of sleep for that day. Yeah. I think I texted Terry while I was in that Walmart parking lot like yo this ain't going to happen. Cuz there was no service in the hospital. Like there was no service whatsoever and I was like no you texted me. Yeah. You texted me and I was like yeah I'm not going to make it. And uh Oof. after that Terry had reached out or something and I was like 
Yeah, I'm not gonna make it. Are you okay? Yeah, from this angle, oh, some, one of our employees looked like a looked like it looked like a cop was out back. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? <laughs> What's happening? Yeah, so, man. So anyway, I, yeah. So uh, once I got home, I then proceeded to be in and out of sleep for the rest of the day and the night. And uh, I think I was like fully cognizant because they pumped me full of some good drugs. Yeah. But they still didn't affect my stomach. Do you ever think about that? Do you ever think about like you know the inmates on death row, right? When they're getting lethal injectioned to death, basically, mm-hmm. um, it, it doesn't seem like it would suck that bad. Actually, okay, I can speak to that. Um, the law provides. The law says, okay. The law says, Mm -hmm. the Constitution says, we cannot subject anybody to cruel and unusual punishment. Mm -hmm. But it's been established through Supreme Court precedent that although it is not cruel and unusual to kill people Uh for crimes, that doesn't mean it can't hurt. But, but, really? Because if you want to kill somebody, it's not hard. Like, you pump them full of, you, you pump CO2 in the room. They'll go to sleep and be gone. Yeah. But that's not what we do. You know what I'm saying? When we when we gas them. This kind of blew my mind. Yes, yes, yes. So so legally, when they put you to death, uh-huh. they can cause you pain. They can't just so the whole point of leaving mm. Yes, yes. Yeah. Start thinking about this. So right. the whole idea of putting you to death isn't just killing you, it's to make sure you experience pain but on the you, way out. But do you uh, that's my question. Do you experience pain through leaving? Yes, injection? because they specifically designed the drugs for that. No, excuse me. They specifically designed the drug cocktail for that. You get in a lethal injection, you get three injections. Right. Now, I don't know where the the third one puts you down permanently. Okay. But somewhere in the first and second, you experience physical pain. Do you though? Yes, yes. And this is why drug companies who make billions of dollars a year in profit selling these drugs mm-hmm. Make sure that they make it as difficult as possible for penitentiaries and any other uh, correctional facilities to get access to their drugs because they treat their drugs as part of the HIPAA code. Everything that they do is supposed to help, not hurt. And if it's supposed to help, then it would put you out without pain. Right. But the process is supposed to hurt you on your way out the door. So it's like. How'd you learn this? I paid attention to like some very, well okay there's an episode of the good wife I watched okay and then there was uh I believe a podcast I listened to about um that's very about interesting death. yes so it's like because you can die without pain right like, there's ways to do it like right. literally you've heard of people who like they shut the garage door and turn the car yeah, on yeah. right like you literally go to sleep and never wake up right that's literally what that is I'm not advocating suicide and I'm not trying to explain a way to kill yourself. Right. I'm just providing this information on my way to another piece of information. And that information being our pen- our penal system deliberately chooses not to put people to death in a way that does not experience pain. Right. That's not like they peaceful. do it in a way that specifically causes pain. What are your thoughts on that? I think it's I don't like the death penalty. Oh, okay. I actually I actually used to believe in the death penalty mm-hmm. until I was about in my in my early to mid twenties. And I was like, wait a second, we have an able bodied human being. Why can't we find something for them to do? Now, that's on one hand. On the other hand, 
our penitentiary, our penal system, penal system then takes these able-bodied human beings and then decides, you know, we're going to pay them a penny per hour mm-hmm. and we're going to make $30 per hour off of their labor, right. which is basically slavery. So how do I reconcile the fact that I don't want someone to be killed in a painful, like abusive, disgusting way? Yeah. But the way we put their body to use is mir- is mirrors a period of our history that we don't discuss enough mm-hmm. but also don't flee to don't flee as much as we should right so it's like i look at that and i'm like we got to we got to we got to we got to find a better way to do this because the way we're doing it is not working well regardless of that and, and thank you for giving me some random knowledge that I don't know if I'll ever use again. But knowing that... You you, know, you will mess up a room when someone says, oh, the death penalty. You'll be like, actually... I know. The Supreme actually- Court president, president says, they can, we can kill you. It's not cruel and unusual. It's also not cruel and unusual to make it hurt on the way out the door. That's kind of... Like, that's just... I didn't know that. I guess you look at it... I and- found that out, and I was like, what? Yeah. But it always... It never under... I never understood why... There's uh there's death by firing squad right there which we don't do anymore and, but well, it's not illegal to do really yes in fact somebody, what about hanging Is somebody hanging's... recently requested it hanging we we can still do we just don't do it electric chair we still can do and in Texas I believe they still do it and some other states I'm sure uh imagine that lethal feeling, injection man. and gas like the preferred method nowadays seems to be electric chair. A lethal injection and sometimes gas. Right. Well, getting off of this subject because I'm already depressed as it is. Um, <laughs> I'm glad that you are getting better. I'm glad that. Yeah, it's nice to feel nor. It's nice to Dude, bend I- over and not feel like your stomach is a balloon that refuses that, to pop. That is and it honestly hurts. how I feel today. Like I'm leaning back and I'm actually putting pressure on my stomach. Yeah. So what happened to you? You know what happened, but we will explain yeah. it to the listening audience. Well, you knew what, what happened. happened to me. I know, but I like I I just wanted to make sure that you are right because I I care a whole heck man, of a lot about you. Man, just shut up yeah. and do the, tell the story, man. I'm not allowed to express that I care about you. You are, but I mean, okay, okay, listening audience, okay. When we began this conversation, the whole idea was we're gonna we're gonna treat this like I had told art pieces of this conversation before. You hadn't. <laughs> I'm I, sorry. I'm just doing it to trigger you now. I'm sorry. Anyway, yes. I'm gonna throw one of your weebos at you. <laughs> it is. I'm a, a dent the box. Po- Do I'm a not dent the box. Dent the box. Okay, so tell your story. What happened to you? Yes, I do happen to know. <sighs> oh, all right. So uh, yesterday. Which, this is another reason why I should stop going out to eat. But yesterday, uh, Span and I decided to go get 75-cent wings. I'm not going to say where the place is at, because... But they're delicious. They are delicious. I have some in the fridge, and I look forward to eating them later. I've gone once before with you. It was a glorious experience. I had absolutely no stomach problems at all. We get there yesterday. I decide, you know what? I want wings. It sounds good. Let's go get wings, me and you. 75 cents, it's going to be a great deal. You're like, awesome. Let's go. So I make sure to ask the waitress, because I'm a good friend... Much better friend than Art thinks. Which I'm going to be honest with you, it kind of when you go to eat with Span. Let me let me explain this to you. <laughs> when you go to eat with Span, he, he other than ordering for you, he owns the room. Okay, <laughs> he makes the choices. You could say, "Hey, I want a pizza," and he's like, "No, you're going to get a stack of ribs." And it's like, "No, Span, I don't want. No, you're going to want that." 
you're like my grandma. Like you're like you're gonna get this and you're gonna like it. And it's like, but grandma, I don't want that. So we get there, and he says, "Hey, uh, to be clear, these wings do not the sauces. Do they have any uh, any gluten in them?" And the waitress said, "No." And nope. she said, no, she said no at first. And you okay. said, are you sure? And she okay. goes, you know what? Let me go double check with the chef. Okay. Goes and checks with the chef, comes back, says all of our sauces are gluten are free. Gluten free. Yeah. Now, the first time that I ate there, I did not have any sauce on the wings because I knew better. Right. One of my favorite places of all time to eat, even though the wing portions that they give you is utter crap and the price of it is insane, is Buffalo Wild Wings. I love that place. Ugh. But they're a little too rich for my blood, so I go there as a treat once every six months. Right. Pay $30 for 10 wings and I smile and eat them. (laughs) I learned the hard way when I decided to go gluten-free, my last meal was Buffalo Wild Wings with all the Parmesan garlic sauce Mm. on them. And it was so good, man. Like, I remember this meal to this day. I close my eyes and I can taste it. If it's one thing I like, it's cheese. If it's another thing I like, it's Parmesan, If it's which is cheese. Garlic and the wings, I just, and you dip it in the, oh my God, it's the best thing ever, okay? So I had that as like a last meal. Then I decided to go gluten-free because I've had a number of stomach issues. And I tell you what, since going gluten-free, I've had little to no stomach issues. The only time that I have stomach issues is when I have gluten. Guess what the wings with the sauce had in them? Gluten. She brings them back. There's 10 wings. Now, mind you, Span is a little bit bigger than I am, okay? He only ate about half of his wings. He ate five wings. I ate every single little chunk of meat on those 10 wings. And afterwards, I sat back and I said, this is what... Like, this is what misery feels like, but I'm totally okay with it because I was so full. You ever get so full to where you're like, if I even smell food, I'm going to throw up. So right. I was full. I was full. I couldn't have stuffed my stomach more with food. You smashed 10 wings in the time it took me to eat four. I was so hungry. And I love chicken wings. They're my favorite thing to eat. And these are like mutant chicken wings. Yeah, and that's with, another thing. These, which, these things were in the Arnold Schwarzenegger 1980s yeah. Pump It Up program. Yeah. So I go, finish eating. These mugs was like, walk. Yeah. Now I had mine with Parmesan garlic sauce on them because I trusted my waitress and I trusted the chef. We get in the car and we had to stop at a store real quick. I get back in the car. And I sit back, and all of a sudden, I'm like, man, and I, I have that same feeling right now. That's what sucks about it. This overwhelming sense of being just exhausted. Like, I, I am so tired right now that I literally could pass out and just go to sleep for a couple hours. And so I actually leaned back the chair in Span's car, and I started almost passing out. And then all of a sudden, you, you get like, I had like these weird burps. Like, I just was burping uncontrollably, and I was like, what's happening? And then that familiar pain in my stomach that I had for 20-something years until I cut gluten out of my life. And I tell you what, man, I still have that pain. It comes and goes, but it's whenever I eat it intensifies because it's pushing everything through your system. Yes. Like, I just had lunch, and I've I've gone through half of this bottle of Pepto-Bismol already. I got back to the station. I'm not going to get into graphic detail, but what came out of me is not normal. Okay, I'll leave it at that. So... I sat there in misery, and I'm trying to slam water. I'm still trying to drink a bunch of water. I'm on, I think, five liters, six liters in the past 24 hours, just trying to flush this out of my system. Good grief. 
I give you a lot of props and I appreciate you because you actually called the place and said, hey, my man's not coming up there ever again. You guys lied pretty much. You guys, and, and it's a lack of knowledge because they came back and said, well, it's probably cross-contamination and there might be some cross-contamination. Yeah, but, but the first time you but were the there. the first time I was there, absolutely no problem. They made the wings the same time. You can assume so, that there was some cross-contamination in the grease, just yeah. like there was our time. Yeah. But so, the last time you didn't have sauce on the wings and I this time you did have sauce on the wings. I mean, you went with me. I did. Even Terry looked at me yesterday and was like, dude, you don't look good. Dude, I'd never see. Okay, I can't tell him why people are pale. <laughs> you were pale. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. you look like the ghost. Oh, uh, dude, I was The ghost hurting. of Arthur Pass. Yeah. I was like, this dude needs a and minute I, away from here. Yeah, and I'm still like, I'm still burping. I'm still, but, so of course my hypochondriacness kicks in. I start looking up online. You know, symptoms of gluten intolerance, and it's basically everything that I that I was experiencing: fatigue, sweating, burping uncontrollably, uh, abdominal pain. Uh, but then I looked further down; alopecia was on the list, and I was like, "Oh, well, that kind of all makes sense." You know, it all comes together. That's a wait. Long- that was literally the first time you heard this. No, I had done a whole bunch of research when I had first found out that I had a gluten intolerance. I just it was reassurance that, like, yeah, you know, this is messing up my gut biome that bad. So uh, my wife actually got me one of those uh like at home allergy tests where you take a couple samples of your hair you send it in and they tell you what you're allergic to and i still i feel so bad because she spent a pretty penny on it and i've yet to complete it um, how long ago was this she bought it for me like six months ago i'm a terrible i know i'm terrible um it's bu- terrible for you bro i know because i could have been like hey i'm i have an intolerance or an allergy to gluten but also yeah. this and this that yeah. i don't know until i do this test so when i get home today i am doing the test because that Good. familiar feeling all through my life man i remember i was talking to uh, uh my grandma and i was i was like i remember we used to go to this restaurant i would eat food and before the the bill was given i'd have to go use the bathroom That's so and it was always at an italian eatery place guess what italian eatery places have all of the gluten. All, All of, the, of gluten. the gluten. Guess what my favorite thing to eat is? Pizza. On top of that, pasta. You want to throw in some spaghetti? Oh, I'll eat it too. So, yeah, it sucked. Um, I I struggled through yesterday. I uh, I struggled through. I actually went to go see a movie last night by myself, which was, to be honest, if you have the opportunity to go see a movie by yourself, do it. It's awesome. I highly recommend it. It's one of my favorite things to do. Wait, you had plans with people for that movie, correct? Yeah, but my buddy, he's going through a hard time right now, and he didn't want to see a Rob Zombie horror flick with all the blood and guts and all that. So I was like, you know what? I'll go solo. So, And it was $14 for a movie ticket. So, But I went to the movie last night. I was still like- Oh, did you get some free stuff with it? <sighs> okay. I guess I'm going to hear that story soon. So I go to the movie- uh, it was shown at a Flint movie theater, which is uh, the area where I currently reside. Okay, so I'm going to try and say this as calmly as possible without having a breakdown and having Terry come in and be like, hey, you're yelling. But let me just let me just get to the bottom of this. So I go and I and I purchase tickets to this movie. Uh, two, three weeks ago. The movie was called Three from Hell. It's the sequel to Devil's Rejects. Okay. I wanted to see how they would uh, how they would end up putting the cap on Sid Haig and his Captain Spaulding part because Sid Haig, who played Captain Spaulding, isn't doing too well. He he's, he looks really rough. Uh, and I and I am a, I'm a I'm a big fan of Rob Zombie and I but I will admit that most of his movies do suck. So I uh, spent fourteen dollars on the movie ticket and I was told that the first fifty people get a free movie poster. 
So I'm like, awesome. I'm going to get there early. So I leave my family. Uh, I get home, say hi to the kids. Can I love you? Bye. You go to the movie theater, get in there. Uh, there's no movie posters left. I'm like, man, come on. And I was like, really? 50 people already came through? Oh, yeah, it was crazy. I go into the. came through that fast. Let me show you something. I go to the movie theater. I show them my ticket on my phone, right? I go and sit down. And as I'm sitting down, I walk through and I sit down in my spot. That That's how many people are in the movie. There's five. So here's what I think happened. Because what the? Here's what I think happened. I think. Oh, people swung through, grabbed it and left? No, because at the end of the movie, there was 15 people in the theater. I think that they sold out the first showing in a different theater in the same building, obviously. And they just put the, the rest of them. Like me and the people who came in a little bit, you know, I came in at six thirty. Didn't start until seven. But I, either that, that weird. either that, or the company that put on this event, which it wasn't Cinemark Theaters, that was the theater that was that hosted it. But Phantom Events, which I've gone to a couple different Phantom Events, are like uh, one of a kind movie experiences. So like they'll reshow, you know, The Godfather, and you'll get a movie poster. Or you, they'll do commentary or, or whatever. Um, are you okay? Yeah, I'm just I'm I'm listening to you while I'm look. I I think a lot by looking all over the place. <laughs> I was like, what the hell is going yeah, on? I'm just I'm just so so. Regardless, I'm like, okay, obviously someone messed up here. So I sent a tweet out, and you know because that's what you do when when something messes up, you have to send a tweet out. Okay, so I tweeted. It's and, a whole new world. I know customer complaint. I'm gonna actually see if I've gotten a reply yet because the phantom events or whatever is usually pretty good at replying to people but i'm guessing they dropped the ball big time on this but regardless there was uh there was people who were like someone kept the posters from themselves i suspect same here no poster and then someone put damn your theater gave you good chairs <laughs> so th- thanks for that reply it's in flint and so it's like i don't know how good the chairs are there compared to everywhere else but regardless um it was it, the movie itself it was a little underwhelming but i think I had really big expectations for the film, and it just it didn't fill those expectations. But again, who am I? Um, it was an okay movie. But regardless, uh, I struggled through because I'm sitting there, and my stomach's just turning the whole time. Right. And I'm just like... You didn't, you didn't take a potty break at all? I had to because I had to pee so many times because I was chugging water. Okay. I, I think it went three times or twice. I mean, I was just like trying to get this out of my system oh okay um so that kind of ruined the experience too because it's like you go to a movie to go have fun not to go pee 15 times right but regardless it was it, it was a good movie but it was it was a little underwhelming the ending was kind of just like boom 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 here's the ending and and i was like what yeah and it sucked i mean i don't Wait, know this has been building for th- two prior movies yeah well yeah because you had house Okay, hold then on. Then you had Devil's Rejects. Was this the ending that to sew up the trilogy or to kind of end this phase of the story? End that phase of the story. <sighs> yeah, spoiler alert, whatever. Um, yeah, that's what sucked. Because it was like, man, waited all that time. Like, seriously. All that time. Wow. Just to be like, oh, yeah, hey, cool. Here's the ending. Okay, bye. <laughs> so it was a little underwhelming. But regardless... Overall, the movie was good. It, you know, it's obviously had its gore factor because it's Rob Zombie, of course. But it was just kind of like, oh, okay, that's it. Well, that was cool. Um, but I got to say, like, and we talked about this before on the podcast, 
If you are one of those people that cannot sit still during a movie, I, listen, I have the most ADD personality ever. While we're doing the podcast, I'm in the middle of doing logs for a radio station. I'm in the middle of answering emails, doing this and that. Like, it, it, But I have enough time to where I can sit here and do a podcast. If you cannot sit still in a movie, th- please don't go. Like, please don't go. What do you mean sit still? We got to talk close into the mic, ding dong. I can be heard. What do you no, mean, you can't. Still? What, what what do you mean sit still? What I mean is if you're going to sit in a movie theater, for one, you don't need to spend 25 minutes opening your bag of popcorn. That sounds like chemical explosions going off in a nuclear blast, okay? There's one example. The second example, okay, would be if you opening wait, you mean opening like when they just I don't know what they were opening. It, it sounded like someone was velcroing their shoes together and their shoes were clown feet that were 50 feet long. <laughs> like I, I literally and then there was another time where someone coughed so loud and for so long that I turned around because I thought the person was choking to death. And then another person was way up at the top having a conversation like this during a movie. What the hell is wrong with you? Like, I just don't, I don't understand it. So movie theater etiquette 101. And Those it, people are just evil. Yeah. And we've talked about this before, but it's like, it's literally impossible to go to the movies nowadays and enjoy yourself because people just do not know how to shut up and they enjoy really a movie. It's so bad. And that's why I can't wait for Netflix to start doing movie releases. Like, actual movie releases. Like, hey, instead of seeing Joker in theaters, uh, we're going to hook you up and you could see it uh, at this movie. You know, uh, just uh, make sure that you got the app and you can watch it. I would prefer that way more than having to sit in movie theaters uh, dealing with the stupid people that don't know how to shut up. So, regardless, uh, <laughs> you know, the, the movie itself is okay. But again, it was a little underwhelming. It really was. I wish that... It seemed like it was rushed. It definitely seemed like the ending was rushed, and that's what sucks. Is it's it's like, well, folks have been waiting for a. Uh, if I remember correctly, they'd been waiting for a release date on that movie for like, yeah, last like. Well, then they released it, and then they're like, "Oh, hey, by the way, it's gonna be um, only in nine hundred theaters." And it's like, okay, so now. You're asking people not only to see a movie that's not going to be distributed, you know, properly, but guess what? It's released it was, uh, September 17th. It's coming to Amazon October 18th. What? Yeah. Didn't find that out until after I paid $14 for the movie. So I could have just waited a month. I'm like, this is a really weird rollout. Like, the whole way that you guys are doing this is is really stupid. Yes. It, it sounds very much like what yeah. the hell is wrong with all of you. Yeah. But uh, regardless. It, uh, Which is fitting because the movie is going to be whack anyway. Well, I mean, that's your opinion. That, pff, whatever. I know you seem to think that your opinion's always right. I mean, I believe in my opinion. I, okay. Are you allowed to? <laughs> uh, let, me, let me rephrase. I believe in my opinion. I don't think my opinion's always right. I think it tends to be pretty damn right for uh, me. Oh, there it is. Um, but, like, having seen bits and pieces <laughs> of the first two movies, like... I mean, there was no way I was going to see this. I mean, the whole like three from hell premise is still like like these three people from hell well, have come to hurt again. And I'm just like, get out of here. And in full disclosure and full spoiler alert, okay, um, the way that they sent uh, Sid Hagoff was really like disappointing. Like, literally, one of the three main characters, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, they literally just were like, yeah, and he got lethal injection and died. 
And I understand that, like, so he's battling a lot of health issues, and I get that. But it was just like the send-off was like, man, that was quick. Like, it was just like, okay, bye, see you later. Thanks for your service type of thing. Um, but again, I mean, overall, the movie was meh. I would give it a, I'd give it a 7 out of 10. A 7 out of t- a movie that's eh. You give a 7 out of 10? Yeah, because the more and more I think about it, like, it wasn't, but I'm having to, like, convince myself that it wasn't terrible because I spent $14 on a movie ticket. I mean, that's what it comes down to. And I didn't get my poster. So basically, your vanity is the only thing that saves this movie. Whatever that means. Sure. But, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't the worst movie I've ever seen, but it definitely wasn't the best Rob Zombie movie. Um, have you watched a lot of Rob Zombie movies? How many Rob Zombie movies are there? There's, like, the three of these, and then there's, like, the El Superbisto one, right? No. So there's House, Devil's Rejects. There's Three from Hell. There's Halloween 1. There's Halloween 2. There's 31. There's Lords of Salem. Yeah, no. 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 The first Halloween was good. I really liked that. Have you watched it? No. Okay, I will say that the um, the n- newest Halloween is possibly the greatest horror movie r- remake ever. Next to Evil Dead. Have you watched uh, the new Evil Dead? No. Uh, I think I did. That's the one with... The girl who gets possessed. Yes. And okay, yeah. So they, which I can't believe they redid the whole like. I'm not going. I'm, I'm not going into it. I just no. What do you mean? There's a point where the girl is in the process of being possessed, uh-huh. and she has forced physical intimacy with a tree. Oh yeah, yeah. I yep. was like, they actually redid this. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, man, dark, I I, right, I got it. That movie scared the daylight. That movie scared me. Like I, I, I hate when horror movie fans are like, "No movie scared me." Shut up. I, I, Shut up. I, I, it's it, that to me is the is the stupidest thing to like. I want to be scared. That's why I'm watching this, and I can put my pride enough to the side to to admit when something scares me. And there's right. nothing wrong with that. No, like the fact that you have to be that. like, "Man, I don't get scared with movies." You're dumb. Shut up. Like I hate that so much. That irks me. so so much because it's like movies should horror movies should scare you. That's the whole point of it being a horror movie, right? Right. But uh, yeah, Evil Dead that, that movie terrified me. In um, but getting down to it, I I hope that there isn't another one made. Danny uh, Trejo is in it. Uh, he's in it for like literally less than five minutes. Um, and and well, that's a waste. Yeah, especially such an iconic like gangster character you figure you would give him a a little bit more screen time but Danny Trejo yeah I mean it was it was okay I don't know it just sucks like you know not to make it about me but I do that with everything I was about to say you gotta stop saying that bro it just sucks you're welcome for the yawn by the way it just sucks that it was just it was such a letdown it was such like a oh that's cool but Regardless, what can you do? Um, do you have anything else to bring to the table for this podcast? <laughs> do you have anything else to say? Or are we wrapping it up? I'm sitting here talking about a movie I didn't enjoy. Oh, you, you okay. It's weird how sometimes, okay, full disclosure, people, peek behind the curtain. When you treat this like a radio show, we prep. And when we want to introduce a, uh, another topic, we, <laughs> we do don't tell you. Do you have anything else? Yeah, you got anything else? What we say is, "Oh man, I don't. I'm just. I'm done with that. I'm done with that." And that's a cue for me to move forward with something else. 
but art sometimes forgets that we're still putting on a show and he just kind of just like dumps out of something. Google just announced that they're going to be coming out with uh, the Pixel 4 and they uh, will be announcing more details on October 15th. Dude, the, I've been knew the Pixel 4 was coming. Where have you been? Oh, you just talked about the audience and lifting the curtain. Maybe the audience didn't know. Did you ever think about that? Uh, anyway, there's something that cracked me up. Just a little thing I wanted to mention. Um, David Lee Roth is doing a weekend residency in <laughs> Vegas, okay? <laughs> and recently he was asked, of course, because he's doing interviews around this to raise information, uh, like, hey, what's going on with Van Halen? And he says, I don't know what's going on with Van Halen, and mm -hmm. I'm tired of waiting on him. So it seems like this whole Vegas residency thing he's doing is, you know, keep money in his pocket and keep him active mm -hmm. as the, what does he say, the uh, unelected leader of the immoral majority or whatever <laughs> he says. But, like... He's the biggest character in uh, rock and roll history. He, he's, like, he's a character in a way that it's, like, sometimes when he keeps talking, I'm just like, dude, you ain't singing. Start singing. Like, the only... How dare you? Is like, your character... His character ain't robust enough. For me to give a rip about Oh, I love it. I think he's great. Songs. Did you know that he lives in uh in I think it's Hong Kong? Does he really? Yeah, did you have you ever seen his tattoo? You, no. So uh it, What's up with him living in Hong Kong? He he lives out there and he practices um what what is it? Uh I forget what exactly it is. He has a full Japanese piece like literally the whole thing. He's got it outlined right here. Look at that's his the whole thing. Isn't that nuts? It goes all the way like a like a t-shirt. Isn't that? Yeah. Okay. I mean, cheers to you. I mean, Hong Kong. Why is he living in Hong Kong? I want to I look into that. But anyway. Yeah. So he, they asked him something. I was like, will there be a lot of Van Halen? So he's like, this will not be about Van Halen. I yeah, was so like, what are you going to sing about? Like, literally, your whole entire career it, revolves. The rest of his career is That's his entire rest of his career. Yeah. I was like, Dave, Dave, Dave. Yeah. I, I know it's hard to understand that the thing we actually care about why you live and breathe has to do with something you can't control, and it's that maniacal weirdo known as known as Eddie Van Halen that kind of determines when you're going to see your your. Do you six think it's him though? Checks. Absolutely, Eddie Van Halen is a big fat pain in the ass to everybody. Really? To everybody. But the I person think... he's probably nicest to is his son Wolfgang, and yeah. Wolfgang is probably like, yeah, sometimes I'm tired of dad. His son. Does he still play with Tremonti? I can't um, remember. I know that he's bounced around a whole bunch of different... Yes, but like, but the whole point is, like, when it comes down to it, like, Eddie seems to... I mean, Eddie Van Halen is kind of hard to corral, and he's got enough money where he can be like, I'll do what I want when I want. And he's still getting royalty checks every... Like, every day he probably goes out to his mailbox and pulls another $25,000 royalty God. check. Like, every damn... No, not every day. Probably once a week, because that's how BMI and ASCAP pay out. Like, actually, no. I think one is bi-weekly, like a, like a standard check, and the other is monthly. But anyway, every now and then he goes out to a check, uh, goes out to his another check for six figures. He's like, oh, I'll just throw this on a pile. Do you ever see, do you ever see Caddyshack? Mm-mm. Okay, in the movie, there's a character, Chevy Chase plays a character 
who's a very wealthy man. And this man is kind of a ditz. Okay. Uh, it's kind of in brand Chevy Chase's comedy, which I don't think is funny. But people swear up and down that Chevy Chase is funny. I do not believe them, but whatever. But this character in his home, this girl comes over and she's like sitting at a table and she's like, is this a check for $50,000? He goes, oh yeah, put it with the others. And she's like, wait, this is a check for like $90,000. He goes, yeah, I never get around to cashing them. And I was like, what kind of lifestyle do you have yes. to have where you just have checks laying around like that? I couldn't imagine. That's Eddie Van Halen. So David Lee Roth is sitting around waiting for another opportunity to play an arena tour with that nutsack. And he's like, screw it. I'll go to Vegas and I'll take my nutsackity ass neck. <laughs> And I'll, I'll, I'll bring my swinging neck giblets and go play a show in Vegas for three nights. So that's what but he's But what doing. do you do if it has nothing to do with Van Halen? Do you think he's going to sing Van Halen? He, he has, has to. He has some original songs, okay? He has some covers he can do, okay? But there's no David Lee Roth album that everyone's like, oh my God, this was a classic. Yeah. Like, no, he has... Think of him as like, think of him as like the rock version of a piano crooner. That's what he is outside of Van Halen. So yeah, yeah. it's it's adorable. Like now, if I if I was making like substantially more money and could afford a trip to Vegas to go see it, would I? Hell yeah! I'll see if his ninety three year old ass can get that <laughs> that foot up in the air when Jump is on. I bet you he could whoop your ass though. I no, bet you he could. No, I he bet couldn't. you he could. He is 150 pounds. It doesn't on matter. His best day. It doesn't matter. And I know how to defend myself. Okay. He would put that leg in the air. I'd grab him behind his kneecap and throw him into Thursday. Okay? I don't think you could beat him. <laughs> you don't have to believe it. I don't have to. You don't no, have to believe it to be wrong. I'm just, I would, don't think that you're going to. I don't please. think you can do it. I don't think you could beat him. He would try and I'm going to try and hit you with my zen. I got a zen thing going on. And I think, you know, between a little homo zebula and I am the homo zebula leader. And I got you, man. You can't you can't mess with David. Ow, what are you doing? Ow, my nipples. Ow, stop, stop, stop. Ugh. That is the perfect way to end another fantastic episode of the doing his voice, show. Doing his voice hurts my voice. Uh, that wraps things up for this podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Big shout out to Charlotte Shoe Repair. Charlotte Shoe Repair. Got to get you in there, Span, to get you fitted for your I boots. Gotta get, I don't have to. I'm already fitted in there. I just got to grab them. Okay. Well, get we them dang muck boots. I can't we'll wait try and do that this week. Try I got to do them before winter. I know. Ugh. We'll try and get it done. And uh, thank you we, so much. Me. I'll try and get it done. Oh, I'd like you, to what, are you going to come with me to watch me do it you know this is what i don't understand and in all seriousness i thought that's how friendships work like you do stuff together but i guess i'm wrong thank you so much for watching the show appreciate you listening to it whatever okay bye Oh, man. <laughs> oh, you are stupid.